Busy day Thursday. Locked on Lions, including Big V, taking a big pay cut. You are Locked on Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And let's do this, everybody. Matt Derry with you. It's Locked On Lions again on a Locked On Lions Thursday, March 23rd to Friday, March 24th. Thanks for checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. But thanks for subscribing and watching us for free each and every day on the YouTube platform, the Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at Derry Speaks, at Locked On Lions, the Matt Derry Facebook fan page as well. And today we are brought to you by FanDuel. That is correct. The official sportsbook partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. And the NBA, don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Coming up on the show today, Amani Oruwarie, gone. JRM, back. Vitae, big pay cut, staying with the team. And a mock draft that has to do with Vitae and maybe the Lions passing on the best defensive prospect, arguably, in this draft. All of that coming up today on Locked On Lions. We thank you for checking us out, making us your first listen, and telling all your friends about Locked On Lions. We're blowing up on this show. Uh, a lot of great response. Uh, the YouTube numbers are up. Thank you for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you for listening, wherever you get your podcasts. And, man, there's just such a buzz about this football team. I was talking to uh, a great friend of mine uh, that will remain nameless today that is a season ticket holder. And he went down to take a, take a look at his seats and maybe upgrade or, or, or move sections. And in past years, he's done this with his sales rep down at Ford Field, I guess. And in the past years, he kind of pick wherever he wanted to go. Now, seats are limited. Many of you are buying tickets and get ready. And it's very, very exciting, certainly, as we get ready for this 2023 Lions season and the draft coming up in about a month or so. All right. So the big news of the day, at least the biggest news of the day, is the Detroit Lions restructuring the contract of Halapulavati Vitae. There have been, there's been talk for months that he was going to be a cap casualty. And what's ironic enough, and maybe you can look at this two ways, number one, Charles Harris, number two, Romeo Quara, and number three, Halapulavati Vitae. We figured two of those three would probably have to go, that there would be two of those guys, their contracts, Quara making $13 million a year, Harris making $8 million a year, Vitae making $11 million a year. You'd figure something had to be had to, had to give because the Lions, as they continue to sign players, continue to add to the roster, can't go over the salary cap, have to stay within the parameters of the rules. They've restructured deals. Tracy Walker's deal got restructured. Other guys' deals went from um, um, uh, regular contracts to bo- uh, and and base salary to bonuses. I know they've done that with Taylor Decker a few times. And so you had to figure, though, they would make some cuts. And really, the Lions haven't. Charles Harris decided to stay for less money and took a pay cut. Romeo Cuara took a big haircut, going from $13 million down to $4 million. $9 million pay cut. Today it was reported Halapulavati Vaitai, the veteran guard who sat out all of last year uh, after suffering an injury during training camp, his cap hit is going to go from $12 million 
down to five. So the Lions are saving about seven to seven point four million dollars uh, in cap savings by restructuring Vitae's contract. And basically, his base is going from like nine million to one million. There'll be some bonuses there, etc. A couple of things. Number one, Alapulavati Vitae is going to compete. You would figure for the right guard spot this year. Uh, he played very well two years ago. He was going to be penciled in as a starting right guard this year, this past year, but a leg injury kept him out for the entire season. He underwent surgery. Or was it the shoulder? Regardless, he had surgery and he was out for the year. So Evan Brown had to play right guard. And he did okay. And now Evan Brown has gone uh, to Seattle. The Lions recently signed Graham Glasgow, bringing back the former Lion and Michigan Wolverine, ex of the Broncos on a one-year deal, to provide some insurance uh, around the, along the offensive line. He's a veteran player. He wants to be here. He says he missed going to uh, Zingerman's to get cheese. Uh, Zingerman's Farms in Ann Arbor and the store, not, not the deli. That's what he said. And so you got Glasgow back. You got Vitae back. So all of these players ended up staying. Now, you could spin it a couple of ways. Number one, you could say, well, this is great for the Lions. Like These guys were willing to take pay cuts to stay. And I do believe that's partially true. Players like Charles Harris, Romeo Quara, Hal Vitae, they want to be here. They see things are changing. They see the development of this franchise. The fact they went from three wins to nine wins. And they want to be a part of it. I think that is very true. It starts with Dan Campbell, etc. The other way to look at it is, all right, if the Lions told Charles Harris, look, you're either taking a pay cut or you're gone, would Charles Harris fetch $3 million in the open market a year? Would Romeo Quara, in going from $13 million down to four, would he take a one-year deal from another team, coming back from mostly a season that was lost due to injury, would he get $4 million on the open market? Vitae, same thing. Coming off of a major injury, would somebody give him a couple million dollars a year? Or does he stay with Detroit, make about three or four million, one million in base, and then a bunch of bonuses? Would somebody sign him? So maybe the players are doing the right thing. And they'll say publicly, we wanted to stay. It's all about it's not about the money. When in reality, would they have gotten that same money somewhere else? These players could be cut. That's it's they could go to training camp and Charles Harris could be a, a bust and not play well and he could he could get cut. That's how the NFL works. Same goes with Oquara. What if the Lions draft, and I'm gonna get to that in a second, an offensive lineman? That guy shines in camp. Glasgow's a good backup, and they could release Halapulabati Vita. It's possible. But for right now, they're all staying with the organization, and it's something we're not used to seeing. That means the organization is in a good place. Players do want to be here, willing to take pay cuts, and it worked out. And you have to have veteran pieces on your team. You can't have all young guys everywhere. And the Lions now have a really good mix of younger players and also veterans. So... There's that. Um, I want to talk about uh, Dave Burkett's mock draft in today's free press because it has to do a little bit with the Vitae situation. And uh, we will do that um, coming up next as well. First, though, I got to tell you about our friends at FanDuel. You got uh, March Madness going on tonight. 
You want to get on the get in on these games? Michigan State's tipping off in a few minutes here um, against Kansas State. One and a half point favorites are Michigan State at FanDuel. Then get to FanDuel.com. New customers are going to get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to three-pointers drained. FanDuel, of course, is the sports betting partner of the NBA. Plus, they even let you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Don't miss a chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, that's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the LockedOn Network and the NBA. All right, so today in the free press, Dave Burkett, we had Justin Rogers from the Detroit News on yesterday. If you missed yesterday's show, please go back and uh, check it out. Justin was great uh, telling some Chris Spielman stories and also talking about Jalen Carter and other things. So check it out um, from yesterday. But uh, Burkett does a great job at the free. We'll have Berkey on soon to talk about the Lions, I'm sure. Uh, in his mock draft today, um, Jalen Carter would be available for Detroit at six. In Dave Burkett's mock draft, he has the three quarterbacks going, Will Anderson going at three to Arizona, and Tyree Wilson at number five to Seattle. So with the sixth overall pick in the draft, Burkett writes that the Lions would pass on Jalen Carter and select offensive tackle Pete Skaronsky from Northwestern. Interesting. Dave writes, quote, remember, Justin Rogers brought this up yesterday. Dave writes, quote, that leaves the Lions with the Carter decision. I had one scout tell me last week Carter is the best player and biggest enigma in this year's draft. He's also the best fit for the Lions from a talent meets needs perspective. The Lions will do plenty of homework on Jalen Carter between now and April 27th, but I have them passing on the big defensive tackle for now. Instead, I gave them the best offensive lineman in the draft, Skaronsky, who could start at guard this season with an eye on perhaps moving to tackle of Taylor Decker, age 29, ever, ever ages his way out of town. End quote. Um, Skaronsky at six. Burkett has the Lions taking defensive end Miles Murphy from Clemson at 18. Dave writes, quote, the Lions passed on Carter at six, but they should be able to help get help for their D-line at 18. Murphy was once considered a potential top 10 pick. He's big, plays hard. It would be a nice addition to the Lions' young line, end quote. Peter Skaronsky out of Northwestern is considered by many to be the best offensive lineman in this draft. Is he a guard? No, he's a tackle. Could he play guard? Absolutely. Where would he play this year? I don't know. Would you take a guy at six that might not necessarily start for you this year? That's a tough question. Again, Injuries happen in the preseason and in training camp. We saw it happen with Vitae this past year. Skaronsky could also come in, and he's really good. He's solid. He fits the bill. He's physical. And he's everything Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell preach about. I think drafting Pete Skaronsky this year means that Pete Skaronsky next year is your left guard. Because I think Jonah Jackson is going to be making around $20 million a year next year. And I don't know if the Lions can pay it. 
Do the Lions want to keep a Pro Bowl left guard around in Jonah Jackson? Yes, but you can't pay everybody. You're also going to come up, what if Jared Goff has a really good year this year? He's going to want an extension. You're going to have to pay him. You're not going to go into a lame duck year with Jared Goff. You also have a decision to make on DeAndre Swift. Are you going to pay him? Not saying they will, but I'm throwing it out there. Penny Sewell eventually is going to have to get paid. Frank Ragnow got paid. Taylor Decker is 29. Maybe Skaronsky's your left tackle of the future, but Taylor Decker's playing good football right now. I don't see him hanging him up. So I think Skaronsky is an insurance policy for the future for Jonah Jackson, and I think he's a possible starter at right guard for sure. Graham Glasgow did not have a good year this year for Denver. He could come into camp and in the exhibition season and not play well. Vitae may not recover from his injury. Skaronsky is maybe the best player on their board, not named Carter. He's not going to come with any baggage. Uh, Justin said yesterday on this show, he's passing on Jalen Carter. He thinks based on what he's talking, who he's talking to. And now you got another beat writer who's closer to the team than I am saying he thinks the lions because of Jalen Carter's history out of shape, uh, in jail recently, um, couldn't finish his drills at his pro day. Maybe that's just too much meat on that bone for the Lions to, for their liking. And that the safe, solid, physical future of the offensive line in Skaronsky is the pick. We know Brad Holmes likes offensive linemen and defensive linemen. And there's certainly a chance that Jonah Jackson could price himself out Again, you cannot re-sign all of your guys. You would want to. You would try to. Of course, the Lions would want to keep their left guard around. But it's not that easy. So keep an eye on that. I'm with Dave. Miles Murphy from Clemson I think would be a great pick at 18. I'd be stunned if he was there at 18. There's been some people that have mocked him six to Detroit. Um, I think another edge, certainly a D-tackle. A guard, I think another tight end could be in the mix here, and also a backup quarterback. We talked about that long list of scrubs, journeymen that are out there um, for the Lions. So we will uh, <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. I don't know what they're going to do at backup quarterback, but Skaronsky certainly um, somebody to keep an eye on. All right, we got one line veteran out. We got another one. In. We will talk about that next right here on Locked On Lions. All right, so the New York football giants today have reportedly signed Amani Oruwarie to a one-year deal, ending his illustrious three-year career with the Detroit Lions. Amani Oruwarie played really good football for two seasons. Um, actually, uh, four years he was here. Wasn't he here in 19, 19, 20, 21? Mario Ruari in 20 and 21 was a starter and played pretty good football uh, for Detroit. Unfortunately, last year, I don't know what happened. I was on the uh, Locked on Giants podcast earlier today with Patricia Trena, and she was asking me about Amani, and I said it. I, it was a stunning 180 from what we saw in 2021. He was the Lions' best corner by far. Six interceptions, was a ball hawk. Showed his size, had a little speed, 
And even on a three-win team, he was like a guy next year. Going into this past year, you went, you don't got to worry about 24. We're worried about Okuda. Will Jacobs be healthy? What about Harris? All these guys. A.J. Parker at the time. But Amani's the guy. I even said last year when I do my annual summertime, who could be a first-time pro bowler, I said, Amani Rowari is making strides. He looks good. And this season, he was terrible. Terrible. His pro football focus grade was 30. Lowest of any cornerback that played this year. He was benched. Then he was demoted and deactivated off the team on on game days. He was deactivated. Then they tried him on special teams. Then in week 18 against the Packers, Okuda doesn't dress. Jacobs goes out with an injury, or it was Hughes, one of those two. And we saw 24 on the field, and Aaron Rodgers is immediately picking on him immediately hitting Christian Watson on a deep ball. And it's like, my God, Oruarie's speed just went completely south. Not that he was that fast to begin with. There's a reason it was a late round pick, but he could not be on the field. So you knew this year the Lions were going to upgrade a corner. I didn't think they'd upgrade like this, going out and getting Mosley, Sutton, and Johnson, Gardner Johnson. But the odd man out was certainly Oruarie. Okuda's back for now. Jacobs is back. Harris is back. Lucas is back. You get the three guys I mentioned. So Amani Oruwarie ends up with the Giants and their defensive coordinator, and a good one, in Don Wink Martindale. They're going to see if they can unearth the 2021 Amani instead of the 2022 Oruwarie. Now, we know this. The Lions were looking for some special teams help after Chris Board signed a two-year deal, the backup linebacker, with the Patriots. Bill Belichick last year when the Lions played the Patriots said before the game, I love that Chris Board. Love him on specialty. As good a special teams player as there is in the league. Well, Bill went out and got him. So the Lions have replaced Chris Board, who is the replacement for Jalen Reeves-Maben, with Jalen Reeves-Maben. That's right. JRM is back. Reeves-Maben getting a one-year deal last night to return to the Lions after spending last season with the Houston Texans. Uh, JRM did not have a good PFF grade. I forgot the number. My apologies. When he was out there on defense, but always a very good locker room guy, excellent teammate. They've always liked him, and he's really good on special teams. So you got to figure the Lions are going to bring Josh Woods back at some point, their special teams captain. You put him out there with JRM. Pretty good duo on coverage and certainly um, the return game. For blocking. So Jalen Reeves Maben coming back. It's like a reunion tour. Graham Glasgow back after leaving. Jalen Reeves Maben back after leaving. Is Stephen Boyd coming back? Let's get Calvin back. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. Jalen Reeves Maben is a good guy and good in the room and will come back and be a special teamer this year again for the Lions. So there is that. All right, we got a Friday edition coming up again tomorrow. Thanks for checking us out. Again, thank you for watching us free on YouTube each and every day. Please subscribe to the Locked on Lions YouTube channel. We'll talk to you again tomorrow right here on Locked on Lions.